I need new music. This is the JJO Discover New Music Podcast. Joining me today, very excited. My guest is Ryan Phillips of Story of a Year. Ryan, how are you, my friend? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on, man. We got a new album coming out, Tear Me to Pieces. is the first one that we've seen from you guys as far as new music is concerned since 2017. When did the actual work begin on this latest project and what we have now? I'm always writing, like year-round, every year, year and year. It's just what I do. I love to write music. It's kind of like my medicine. So, I don't know. I had 30, 40, 50 songs ideas kind of stockpiled right when the pandemic started that's we were like i mean like literally march of 2020 we were supposed to start recording oh wow COVID happened yeah COVID happens through a wrench to that but it wound up being like a huge blessing in disguise because we kind of pivoted switched producers for the first time ever worked with outside songwriters i mean like 15 minutes into the first session i was like why haven't we been doing this our, our whole career <laughs> so yeah like you know the pandemic starts that first year we're all kind of trapped at home and just writing even more music so by the time we actually stepped into the studio we had enough music for three or four albums and what's funny is that and then we only used like five or six of those songs ideas and wrote like new ones so i literally have in a dropbox folder on my phone I, we could make like four more albums tomorrow wow okay well there's a lot to unpack with that because obviously now we have the new music but you touched on something and the first time you ever brought in outside writing help and influence which seemed to be positive judging by by the comments you made what kind of stuff did that bring to you guys other than new ideas it just Tell us about that and adding to the story of the year sound and writing process. In the simplest terms, it's just an outside perspective, you know, and like you're just focused on like two trees, right? Mm-hmm. And then an outside songwriter comes in and they see the whole forest. They see your oh. whole band. They see the whole, you know, and, and what's really cool is a lot of these writers we worked with were younger than us that kind of grew up on Story of the Year. So they had like a really good idea of what they thought we should sound like. Like even the producer, Callan Britton, we were his favorite band growing up. He started working in music because of our first record, Page Avenue. Wow. So we're in there and he's like, that third chord, like Story of the Year wouldn't do that. They'd go to this chord instead. And I'm like, holy crap, you're right. We would do that, you know? And uh, yeah, so, so you know, it was just like about getting us out of our comfort zone, making us see like the whole forest instead of the same three trees we've been looking at for the last 10 years. There's no egos, man. We just want to do this, make stuff, make art for a living and, you know, take care of my family. I feel like Bill Gates, like I'm the richest person in the world doing that. So that's my only goal. So however we get there, there's no egos. Best, like who cares who the idea is as long as it's like for the greater goal, you know? Yeah. Well, we're excited to hear more from you guys. And obviously you've been staying busy and and, and with touring and everything coming up with it being six years away from the last album, 20 years since your debut that you mentioned with your super fan and producer. (laughs) Uh, Anything that really stood out in making this album that you maybe noticed compared to other projects? Dude, it sounds weird because it's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of time away from home. Like I went to Nashville eight separate times, went to LA, like you're gone a lot. So it's a lot of hours and a lot of work but the actual writing of the songs it was easier than any record we've Mm. ever made the songs just came together very naturally very organically if there was any song that we were like kind of stressing over or you know trying to like force it was like nope done next song 
So if, if it didn't like instantly and very naturally just come together, it was just like, no. So like some of my favorite, like I'm the guitar player. So like some of my favorite guitar riffs and guitar moments aren't on the album because it didn't like instantly coalesce into a song. So it's like, yeah. no, if any, if, if anything needs to be forced, it's not going to make it on the record. And that's a huge difference. You know, do you have a favorite track? One that stands out to you on this latest album? Tear me to pieces. Yeah. Lyrically, there's a song called Afterglow. It's actually the very first lyrics. I think it was 2019. I mean, that's how long we worked on this album, you know, yeah. like, or like I wrote songs for it. Like it was the very first lyrics that Dan, our singer wrote. So I typically, I record music. I send it to the band. He'll put vocals on it and send it back. It was the very first lyrics I heard. And um, dude, I remember being in my backyard and like, I made my wife come out and I was like, dude, you need to listen to these lyrics. Like I, I, I like choked up the first time I hear them. So long story short, it's about our kids. It's about like our journey and how hard it can be and uh, how desperate things can get at times you know you're just you're, it's like you're just full of self-doubt it's like dude should i get a job like dude do i deserve to be doing this do people still care like blah 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 and you're just like you get pretty low and then like you see this your kid and it's just like everything's okay it's like no matter what everything's okay man i got like this house is so full of love and blah blah, blah. so that's what that song's about so that's like my favorite like i feel like he wrote those lyrics for me you know wow. and uh yeah that's great and probably musically i would say tear me to pieces the title track Listen, rate, share, subscribe. Discover new music now at WJJO.com, in the JJO app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brock has a new interview every Thursday evening between 6 and 7. 941 JJO. I need new music. Discover new music now. JJO. Madison Solid Rock 941 JJO. I'm Brock, and my guest for JJO Discover New Music this week is Ryan Phillips from Story of the Year. And their new release, Tear Me to Pieces, is what we're highlighting this week on Discover New Music. The new album, Tear Me to Pieces, it's a great new addition to the Story of the Year collection. Evolutionarily speaking, and when you look at this album, where does this album stand for you guys? Now, when it, when you look at the full line of Story of the Year, in your opinion, sound-wise, yeah. lyrical, whatever, you know? Yeah, that, dude, that's a great question. Like, I feel like our second record was us being, um, dude, we're idiots. Our first record blew up. It went gold. It eventually went platinum. I was like embarrassed of it. Like I, I had this stupid phase where I was like, oh man, we're not cool. We're not glass jaw. We're not whatever. Blah, blah. We're not the cool band. Like I don't want to be on the radio. Like this sucks, you know? <laughs> and so our set, our second record was just being like a kid in his twenties, just being like, I'm going to make heavy music. So we're not on the radio, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, so it's like kind of the epitome of immaturity, you know, because it should just be about great songs, you know? And I, I like intentionally wrote stuff that wouldn't be on the radio, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. So dumb. So dumb. So yeah. And then our third record, you know, we got a little political and stuff and blah, blah, but this, in a nutshell, this record is us just kind of returning to songs about like love and loss and adversity and overcoming that adversity, just like real life stuff. And just simple, great songs, nothing overcomplicated. No, look at me, look at my guitar solo, none of that stuff. It's just like, let's get back to what we did in the, like our roots. Like when we're teenagers and we're all in the bedroom picking up instruments, like we're getting back to that. So that's what this record 
it is. I love it, man. Well, uh, we cannot wait to hear more. Tear Me to Pieces, the latest album, story of the year out now. Go get it. I got rapid fire, but I do want to ask, because I just found this out. And actually, before we started this interview, you mentioned how you just got done rock climbing. So obviously, you're still staying active. For people that don't know, you appeared on an episode of American Ninja Warrior. (laughs) What's more stressful, playing like a headlining festival show in your hometown of St. Louis or American Ninja Warrior? I would play butt naked, opening for Metallica, playing a oboe, and be less nervous than I was for American Ninja Warrior. That was the most nervous. Dude, that was the most nervous I've ever been for anything in my entire life. I'm not a ninja guy. I just watched the show. My family and I would watch it every night, and I just... Every year I'd be like, man, I can, I know I can do that. Yeah. So my wife made me sign up. Long story short, the submission was due on January 1st. On December 31st, I like submitted. Yeah. Not thinking anything of it because I'm not a ninja guy. I'm just a dude playing a guitar. And they freaking called me back and were like, hey, can you come in a month from now? I was like, no, the story of the year was in Europe. So they moved me up. I had two weeks to get ready. What? So, yeah, and I've never been on a ninja course. I've never touched a ninja obstacle. I've never done any of that stuff. And then I'm, here I am on national television, like, uh, just grinning like an idiot. Yeah. It, no, for real. It was, like, so stressful. And then once I got out there, I was totally so happy. And I was like, this is yeah. – I've been watching this for, like, seven years. Now I'm on the show. But leading up to it, dude, I've never felt stressed like that. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. You And unfortunately, you didn't make it all the way. You ended up getting <laughs> – but uh, that's definitely – at least yeah. you got you got the B-roll film for the family. Yeah. Watch yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, my only, it's my only superpower in life is that I'm just, like, a giant kid. Yeah. It's like the only strength I, I, I have. <laughs> you got those kid, you got that kid energy, those kid muscles. That's good. All day. I got it all day. Uh, love it. Well, let's do rapid fire and I will get you on your way. Uh, there's no wrong answers. Uh, you okay. just go with your gut and uh, we're going to a little bit, uh, learn a little bit more about you. First thing, pizza or tacos? Pizza. What's your favorite topping, by the way? Dude, uh, people are going to make fun of me, but dude, veggies. Like just, just like a, veggies, everything? Dude. Yeah. I mean, I, I love meat too, but just something about like, just like a loaded up veggie pizza. That's my favorite. Nice. Uh, Probably some bacon on there too. Now that I think about it. Just sprinkle it in. So everything, yeah, yeah. everything on your yeah. pizza, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Flintstone push pop or Choco Taco? Choco Taco. Nice. You know, they discontinued those, right? It sucks. Dude, I haven't had one of those in, since I was a kid probably, but probably. that was like my, they, they used to have them at Taco Bell. Really? Yeah. I mean, in St. Louis, they did. I guess I don't remember. I just remember getting it at the pool all the time. That's where we'd get them. <laughs> Go to the pool. Yeah. It was like four fifty. It took all your allowance money just to get it that day, but it was worth it. It was worth it. Uh, yep. Would you rather have soaked jeans or damp socks? Oh God. Soaked jeans. There's nothing worse than damp socks. <laughs> uh, would That's you rather see Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster? Oh, Bigfoot. Have. Okay. Now, have you ever felt like you've come close to seeing said Bigfoot? <laughs> no, no, but dude, I, like I would give anything for that to be real. Like anything, I would cut a toe off for that to be real. Really, dude? Can you imagine, like, just waking up and like looking at your newsfeed and just like there's a ten foot tall like Harry? That, that'd be so incredible. That would throw us. You know, they, some do say that he is real. He just lives. He's able to cross over uh, different parallel universes. So that's why, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why we can't find him. <laughs> I won't get that deep in the conspiracy theory tonight. Oh, uh, that's funny. Last one. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? <laughs> dude, that's the best question I've ever heard. Uh, dude, one horse-sized duck. 
All right. Yeah. I'd rather fight. Yeah. That way, if I lost, I have an excuse. It's like huge, you know? <laughs> so you get your ass kicked by a bunch of little tiny horses. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan, thank you so much for humoring me. And thank you for uh, taking time to talk of story of the year. Again, everyone, the new album, Tear Me to Pieces, out now. Go check it out. Right on, dude. Thanks for having me. Listen, rate, share, subscribe. Discover new music now at WJJO.com, in the JJO app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rock has a new interview every Thursday evening between 6 and 7. 941 JJO.